All information given in this episode is for educational purposes and should not be tried prior to consulting a licensed physician and or certified state or accrediting bodies. We encourage all listeners to research, talk, and make all inquiries to all of the important professionals and governing bodies before acting on any information heard on the Day Love It podcast. Any action taken by any listener is done by and under their own omission and action, whether conscious to the results, positive or not. Welcome back to the Day Love Fit Podcast and thank you for tuning in this week. This particular topic, I weighed in my head and I walked around and I even tried to practice an intro for it, but I just can't seem to get it right this week, everyone. So I'm just going to be flat out honest. I don't really know how to introduce this one. It is a sensitive topic amongst men. The topic is erectile dysfunction and low testosterone. I wanted to have this conversation and I wanted to have this topic because I feel most men, most of us do not like talking about this. We don't like even broaching the subject of having some type of issue with our sexual organs. We don't even like to say the term sexual organ if it's not in the sexual uh, intimate phase of our life. But it needs to be discussed. We need to start talking about our sexual health. We need to have a prominent discussion that is serious, but at the same time comfortable, which is why we're going to do that here on this episode of the Dela Fit Podcast. My guest is the creator of MyJunkDoesn'tWork.com. While the title might make you laugh, the information that he shares is quite serious, but prepare yourselves. His name is Oris the Old Guy. Now again, before you remark, exclaim, or laugh, or even turn the podcast off, I want you to stay tuned, sit down, be patient. He has some very potent and intriguing information to share with you as to why you may want to pay attention to your testosterone levels, why you may want to do some research and figure out what's going on with you if you are seeing signs of dissatisfaction in your sexual performance. So, we're going to jump right into this. Welcome to the Daylight Fit Podcast. You're now tuned in to the Daylight Fit Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Daylight Fit Podcast. It is my honor, it is my esteemed pleasure to have uh, actually back with us for the second time, Oris, the old guy. And before we actually, uh, I actually introduce him fully, I just want you all to know, don't be confused by his name. I had the pleasure to speak with this man and he is nowhere near like his name. He is full of youth 
and energy. So prepare yourselves because the topic we're going to be discussing is a very serious one and he brings it. Introducing Horace, the old guy. What's going on? How are you today, sir? I am doing wonderful. And listen, I'm very I'm, I'm honored. I, uh, I'm not sure who you were introducing. I don't think you were talking about me. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm honored that, that you thought that uh, what we were talking about is important enough to record this again. And, and, uh, and I'm, glad, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here with you, son. We're glad to have you back, man. Seriously, because you and I had this conversation before. There are some things, men, we just don't like to discuss. We just don't talk about and this specific topic is very important it's one that cannot be just bloused over it is ed better known as erectile dysfunction i want you first and foremost to give your story as to how you how you began this journey because you have created a wealth of information from your own journey so let's take our listeners through this so that they can understand why it's so important Sure. I, I want to back up a little bit because um, uh, just uh, there, if there's any women out here mm-hmm. uh, listening to this, they are also suffering with their man uh, through this erectile dysfunction. And it affects them uh, in, in, in ways that makes them uh, wonder about things. And, and a lot of times the man does not want to talk about it even to his significant other. And so they're, they're out there too. Uh, I know that in some of the Facebook groups I've been on and things like that that cover this topic, that I would say about 40% of the uh, of the comments are, are made by women. Wow. So, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so, so it's not, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it, the woman is affected uh, in this uh, also. So it's it's not it's it's not just something that the guys like you know uh, treat by themselves uh, because they're 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 affected by this in, in, in significant ways, and uh, some of it may be uh, in the fact that women one you know outside of the physical intimacy and the emotional intimacy that that's lost, some women start to wonder. Well, is is my man still attracted to me? Does he love me? They may wonder, is he having an affair? They may wonder, is he is he like has he replaced me with porn? Uh, so all those things go through a woman's mind when she is is with a man who suffers with erectile dysfunction. Or she is he, is he having an affair? You know, right. Those things run through a woman's mind when uh, when when they're with a man who has erectile dysfunction. Horace, I've had the pleasure of talking with you before, but I think that the first time we, we talked about it, but then we went directly to the information after that. How did your journey start into this subject? Because you're originally a periodontist, am I correct? I, I, was a big, I, I was a dental reparative surgeon, which is a periodontist, so we spend a lot of time uh, using products uh, uh, that are regenerative uh, for to treat uh, gum disease. And sometimes we replace teeth with dental implants, and sometimes we treat the teeth. So it varies. In a previous life, I was a periodontist. Right. And, uh, so familiar with lots of uh, regenerative therapy. Um, and so, so just so for disclaimer, this is information only. I am not a physician. Uh, so uh, I just want everybody out there to know that if they, uh, they need to find you know, very appropriate uh, a medical doctor to help them with this. Uh, Correct. So, so I just want to get that out there. So uh, I got into the space. I've actually been in the anti-aging space myself uh, personally for over 22 years. And okay. uh, I think we talked we talked about this is, is that 
Uh, I've been on testosterone optimization therapy uh, for 22 years. Right at age at age uh, uh, 45, uh, my wife had our first daughter. I got married very late in life, and my waist and my age were the same. And my waist was outpacing my age. I, I was uh, I was like 240 pounds, and uh, I was I was I was the shape of a donut. Right. <laughs> I remember you were telling me that. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, in that regard, I had to make a decision at that point in my life about uh, whether I was going to become a uh, I was going to be a granddad or I was going to be a father. Right. Uh, you know, that can an active participant. So I, I've, you know, kind of made, made some very big changes in my life and my lifestyle what I did. About uh, several years ago, I had a, uh, a prostate biopsy because everyone was pushing me uh, to, to get it and I've been resisting it for several years. And what happened was in that, in the course of that prostate biopsy, uh, my prostate nerves got damaged and it really affected my sexual function in, in a very, very significant way, like immediately. Wow, and and so that you know, and then, you know, the thing is that everybody tells you, oh, nothing's going to happen, da, 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 da. and I found what I heard is that well, my story is not that uncommon. Uh, while it's not, I, I don't think it's the rule, uh, but it's not uncommon. And so for years, I just kind of uh, went through the whole process. Of uh, you know, at first you know, trying to the ED meds, and then, the the challenge with the ED meds is that, that over time they're not as effective as they used to be. So you start increasing your dosages, you start uh, doing that. Uh, uh, also, the ED meds have a have a, like uh, Viagra and Levitra have a very narrow window of opportunity, which only uses about a few hours, usually about four hours somewhere in that range. Right. Uh, see how else is longer so those kind of things are sort of all all sort of the, the impact you know impact and impact me and so it was, it was getting it became more and more of a challenge fortuitously i had inside uh, uh, through a friend I, I ran across a doctor and i actually was going in to get a uh, bicep tendon injury uh, treated uh-huh. and i started this doctor and i started uh, uh, asking her and she started telling me about these other therapies and so what happened is I started investigating these and started taking a look at all these other therapies for erectile dysfunction. And quite frankly, there's a, there's a whole brand new world out there. Right, because originally when this incident took place, you said they just said it, it couldn't be fixed or it couldn't be reversed. Am I correct? No, no, it could never be reversed. No, there's nothing you can do. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Well, you know, okay. I, I can't remember all. I can't remember all all the all the stages of grief. Uh, first, there's anger, and there's there's three others in between. There's at the end, there's finally acceptance. Uh, and so, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I, would, through, I went through all of them. I would imagine mine would be anger, anger, and then more anger. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can only be angry so long. You can be frustrated. The anger turns to frustration. Right. Uh, but it's it's uh, you know it's 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 uh, it's a tough deal to do. And uh, there's there's all sorts of other things that can happen to men uh, that can really uh, cause these problems. So so it's it's an issue. And uh, you know it's affected by a number of things. Uh, it can be their testosterone. It could be their general health. It could be diabetic. Uh, all sorts of stuff. It's it's, uh, uh, it's multifaceted, and right. what what they especially if men are young and have 
have there's, well, there's a couple of reasons why in young men, young, uh, young men that have ED, uh, but younger men, and I'm talking about, uh, I'm starting to talk about like in the 30s, maybe early 40s, that may be that quite often erectile dysfunction is a, uh, a precursor uh, to a, a heart event, like a heart attack. Right. I remember you were telling me that. You were saying there's something to definitely pay attention to if you're yeah. seeing some type of um, uh, uh, issues in that in that area. You know, it, it's, it basically it's a flow of blood. That, that's what that's what it's all about. It's, it's a flow of blood, and if, if your blood flow is diminishing, especially at a younger age, then uh, and you start having ED problems, you may want to take a little, uh, you know, you may want to talk to your cardiologist along with, with, with another doctor. First, let, let's go back a little. What exactly is low testosterone and why is it underdiagnosed in most uh, men? Okay. Well, testosterone uh, is going down in men generationally. And there's a, there's a study called the Normative Male Aging Study. Uh, it was done in Massachusetts. And it shows that uh, it's, it actually goes from the uh, from the 80s uh, all the way through to the, to the beginning of the 2000s, and it shows that the averages for men are going down significantly uh, in terms of uh, t- total testosterone levels, and a lot of, some of that has to do with the fact that there are, uh, or I think a lot of it has to do with that, because they factor out some of the things like uh, weight gain, things like that. But the, uh, uh, there's lots of compounds, what's, what's called endocrine disrupting compounds, that are, that are basically assaulting men, uh, and women in a different way, but assaulting men uh, and, and causing them to, uh, to uh, put out less testosterone uh, than their than their uh, generations before. And this has to do with the, with the plastics, it has to do with the hormones, uh, that are injected into a lot of the food, the uh, the, the preserver. This is, I mean, right. if, if it's if it's good till uh, uh, 2025 in a can, it's probably not good for you. <laughs> right, right. Basically, our, yeah. our our total environment is is changing. It's affecting uh, uh, our testosterone levels. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. It's called. I, I think you can probably pass that off as embalming fluid. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's 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 real right there that's real right there sir <laughs> wow oh man you know it's all the chemicals so all of this is really is, is affecting uh is, is affecting men there's a term and I, I, I actually totally disagree with it um i i think that people talk about uh now they're, they're talking about feminization of men right 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 and 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 men being feminized uh, because first of all we all know that estrogen uh, is a mighty powerful chemical yes it is <laughs> yes it is if you've been if you've been on the if you've been on the end of an estrogen storm uh, you understand that uh, at the same time it's, it's not so much that men are being feminized is that they're losing their manhood they're be, being turned into eunuchs Right, right. I remember you were saying and, that last time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's not, not. It's not that they're, you know. Uh, you know, women are pretty strong. Women are very strong. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, so, so I. It's not that they're being feminized. It's, it's just that they're losing their essence of their manhood. Uh, and that, that's a that's a seri- that's a serious thing that's going on. Uh, there's another uh, important. It's, it's kind of a corollary to, to that. Uh, there's a study by the. Uh, World Health Organization that went from between 1973 and 2011, and it said that 
in the industrialized world, not third world countries, but in the industrialized world, sperm counts in men are down by 50%. Wow. That's, yeah. a, that's and, a large and, number. And, yeah, and, and there's a, a corollary, uh, there's a, a, a follow-up to that. There was a study out of the Hebrew University in Israel that said that if this trend continues at the pace it's continuing, that most men by 2050, 2060, will be infertile in the industrialized world. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a, like an amazing statistic, and, and uh, it, it's just it's something that a lot of people aren't talking about. You know, uh, you don't have to you don't have to worry about global warming. Right. <laughs> it, that, that's a frightening that's a frightening fact right there that you're 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 proposing or you're saying. I mean, you're basically. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking of 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 course I'm thinking of myself, but at the same time, just in general. You know that is that's changing the whole society in which we develop. You know how, how children are born and, and and people interact. You know, I mean, wow. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know, I, you know, it's. it's I think that as, as it becomes more and more prevalent, I think that you'll see more and more people uh, going to all sorts of different ways of of, uh, of conception. Right. And, and wasn't that a, uh, I'm sorry to, to cut you off, but wasn't this in a sci-fi movie? I felt like this this information we've heard like this was a what 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 or is a book? What was it? Uh, I think not not are you, talking, are you talking about idiocracy? I think it might be. I think it might have yeah. been. <laughs> it's 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 to say like it was a book and, it, and then they turned it into a movie. That's where the guy was uh, like uh, one of the dumbest people on earth, and he goes in a time capsule, and, and then uh, he wakes up 500 years later, and he's one of the smartest people on earth. Yes, I think it was that one. It's like, <laughs> it's like, wow. It's like, you know, it's 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 really frightening when you look at uh, how things yeah. are developing today versus yeah, no, you I, know, science fiction and all those things. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. By the way, if, if for those listeners, Adam, that, that, is, that, that is a stupid, funny movie. If you want something stupid, if you want something stupid, funny, that's really funny. Oh, man. And, uh, and, and, and I don't know if you remember some of the major components of this is Gatorade. I, I, you know, I haven't seen that movie in a while, and I, I don't, sometimes, I, some things I don't want to even go back to. <laughs> uh, well, that, that one, I actually watched that <laughs> see now you're gonna make me pull it up and, and, and watch it i'll see if it's on netflix <laughs> and, then, and then then the other the other stupid funny movie is called kung fu hustle you know what first of all that's a classic sir that's a classic right there <laughs> that is a classic movie that's not a stupid movie right there okay all right, all right. <laughs> So, I know, I know, our listeners. I know, listeners. Like, really, we we go from ED to now to to classic yeah. stupid movies. <laughs> like, there's two men talking. Calm down, people. Calm down. <laughs> or let yeah. me ask you this question: How is uh? So you you don't maybe lose my place. Everybody, I'm all messed up. How is um uh testosterone, or I should say, a, a low testosterone related to erectile dysfunction? I, I don't think I asked you that. I think. A, First one was a low testosterone. Why is underdiagnosed? Well, basically, basically, it's it's what testosterone makes you mad, right? 
Right. And it basically operates all day. It basically operates all, all your systems as, as a man. So, and one of the things that happens with, with, when you have low testosterone is that you are uh, not as responsive to sexual stimuli as you normally would be. And uh, it also physiologically affects, affects you. So, so it, 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 that, you know, if, if you don't have testosterone, you're no man. You, you're really not a man. Right. Uh, you, may, you may have some of the plumbing, but it doesn't work. And, uh, and you know, man boobs, everything. Right. And that, def- that, that has to have uh, a huge psychological effect on uh, the individual themselves as well. I mean, we're talking about, like you said, the physicality, but the the psychological effects have to be. What, what's the word? Just strong, you know, very uh, yeah, powerful. Oh, you're you're powering your confidence. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a you know you when you it's uh, testosterone is probably one of the best. There's uh, several reasons why uh, testosterone optimization is really key, and uh, a lot of it has a lot of it has to do with one it. Uh, Basically, it's a mood. It's a huge antidepressant. It's a mood elevator. Mm. Uh, two, it uh, helps you with, with uh, uh, mental focus. Your confidence is up. Your muscle mass is up. Your body fat is increased. You know, you have uh, higher sex drive and, and better erections, and uh, your athletic performance is is, is, uh, is a lot better. I'll, I'll tell you a personal story here that because uh, I've been taking testosterone, and I went to. Uh, New Zealand uh, in December for three weeks with, with my youngest daughter, and about uh, eight days into the, into the trip, my wife was, was going like, "You're really negative because you're normally positive. What's going on?" So I said, "Oh no, no, it's fine." And so, and so we talked. We're talking about two days later, and she asked me, she said, "Did you take your testosterone with you?" I go, "No." I said, "I didn't want to. I didn't want to hassle with the border agent. You know that that can just turn really. Even though you have a prescription, that can turn really ugly." And right. I say, "No, you." Got hire a country, lawyer in, in, in country, and all this stuff. Um, and the, the, the half life of uh, testosterone supplement, which I take, is, which is the injectable form, uh, is about uh, eight to ten days. Which would be that that's you know, it was it showed up immediately in my after. Wow, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. But the the other thing is that uh, the lab value. That the, the labs, the normal ranges, the rep, what they call the reference ranges. Right. Um, recently, some of those then have been dropped uh, very significantly by uh, by uh, by uh, 25%. And uh, it was one lab that they went from a, a high of 1197 to 348, which is a huge range, uh, to uh, 916 and 264. And so that represents a 25%. So, so now the new, what's called the new normal is actually low testosterone. And that's not the first time that's happened. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Or you said something that just, it just blew my mind. You're saying that the new normal is low testosterone? Well, yeah, because they keep on dropping it. Wow. So let's, let's say, let's say like a, a few years ago, you went into your doctor and uh, you came in at the, uh, Let's see here. You came in at 280, mm-hmm. according to this woman. Okay, you can, that that put you uh, in the low testosterone range because in the old uh, prior to that it was 348 was the low end. So, but now it's 264. Wow. So, so now they now, now it's, it's called normal. Wow. Even though you, even though you feel like it's called normal, well, the, the same is true with a lot of things because we're being we're averaging out 
to uh, all the, the diseased people. Hope that everybody is enjoying the interview with Oris, the old guy, and our discussion about erectile dysfunction and low testosterone. I would like to take the time out to ask all of you, if you like what you're hearing, please like, share, subscribe to the De La Fit podcast. We are here to provide information and resource for all of you. Thank you. And now back to our regular scheduled program. Uh, <laughs> mm. You know, I know we talked about this last time, but, you know, uh, the way you're explaining it, that's one of the reasons why I wanted you back because of the technical issues that we had. I wanted people to hear this conversation, you know, because just you explaining this to me, it's like, say what? <laughs> you know, because, again, this is not something that is common conversation especially not for a lot of men you know we don't walk around and be like hey you know or how's your testosterone levels you know son they're doing pretty good you know what i mean that's not (laughs) it's not how we function yeah no one's definitely going to ask you how's your junk working exactly (laughs) it's like i don't need to know that about you buddy (laughs) like we don't even like you know what for listeners out there and i know most men understand this but you know, we don't even really, uh, or I should say some of us, don't even really like being in the same, when we have to use the stalls. That's one of the most uncomfortable, uncom- at least for me. Like, you, you're sitting and in, 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 standing in the stalls, and then the next guy comes up to the stall, and the urinal and everything. I mean, uh-huh. that commercial that comes on TV where the guy, I forgot what it was, but there's a, a commercial, I think it's about insurance or something. I don't know how it ties into insurance. But there's two guys they're uh, in the men's room. One guy goes to the bathroom, and another guy walks. There's no other men but these two men, and this one guy walks all the way over to where he is and goes to yeah. <laughs> uses his phone. <laughs> it's like, no, we 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 like our space. We're like, we're good. Thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we don't really discuss these type don't, of don't facts. Be over this <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> The information you're giving out to me, it's like, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal because, again, this is not something that is continuously talked about. Um, and then, you're, you know, another thing that you said before, you know, is that, you know, erectile dysfunction is starting to show up in younger men, which is frightening. How does it affect the women? You touched on that, but let's let's get, uh, 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 I should say, our, our partners. That's what I'll say. That's a more appropriate. How does ED affect um, our partners in a relationship because you know you touched on it. Let's touch talk about it just a little bit more. Sure. Well, I, I think you know outside of the the, the physical aspects that uh, I touched upon about the attractiveness, whether they love, uh, whether somebody's having an affair, or whether they're 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 making porn. Um, when men have erectile dysfunction, they tend to also distance themselves, right? And they tend to stop communicating. Uh, with their significant other, they um, they tend to say, "Oh no, everything's fine, it's fine." At some point, because they're so frustrated, uh, they tend to avoid sex. They may be scared because they've had so many problems with it, so they just kind of just they you know they kind of like just push it off. And then uh, then the other thing is that 
when you are frustrated, when you are frustrated, uh, there's a lot of uh, unexplained anger that shows up in a lot of other areas of your life. You know, you're, if you if you are just run up generally running around being uh, frustrated and pissed off, that doesn't make you a pleasant person to be around. And so the, the people around you will also push you away from you if the other. And uh, so e- ED is a factor in about 20% of divorces. That's um, so, and so, Yeah. So so it's 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 a it's it's a, it's a serious issue that you know people uh, need to talk about and need to uh, to. To uh, really have a frank conversation with their with their significant others about. What are some of the methods that are being used to help cure erectile dysfunction? Well, there's 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 several new therapies out there. First of all, uh, the ED meds are are, are probably. I mean, I certainly that's a first line. That maybe I think there's two first lines. There's 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 that, and there's a couple of the regenerative therapies that are out there. Right. Um, and then there's more serious ED. Uh, and uh, not all the ED is the same. It depends on what the cause is. Uh, and if you have a uh, uh, what I call a, uh, a structural issue, by that I mean maybe your prostate has been removed, or your prostate has been damaged, where the nerves have been cut, or you have, have had some sort of other injury that prevents you from having an erection. Well, then you you know you may be looking at something from uh, something uh, uh, very different in terms of. Uh, Like like a penile implant versus a uh, some of this regenerative therapy because if you have your prostate removed the, the ability the regenerative therapies are more likely than not again I'm not I'm not a doctor but um, more likely than not they're not, they're not going to work for you because there's just not depends on where you're starting as to where your uh, what, what therapies are out there and uh, so uh, and what I've done uh, it's, it's okay if I mention this now son sure go for it yeah. So, uh, so what I've done is that as I went through this space, um, I started to meet different doctors and talk to them. And what I did was I created a, uh, uh, I interviewed many of them at great length and in great depth. And part of it is because because of my uh, background in regenerative, uh, 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 regenerative medicine, regenerative dentistry, uh, I kind of knew the questions to ask. So. I was able to get them to go into great depth uh, because we didn't do this like during a normal consultation or anything like that, mm-hmm. which would generally tend relatively short. I had I, I basically uh, over the internet, uh, basically sat down with these doctors and interviewed them on uh, on four distinct different therapies to treat erectile dysfunction, and uh, I had available for for everyone. Uh, it's through a, uh, they can go to my. To the site called mydunkdoesnotwork.com. I know that's hard. That, it won't be hard to remember. Mydunkdoesnotwork.com, uh, and you can get actually the first interview you can get for free. And, uh, and so, but that that is a good starting point because once you sit down and, and listen to the interviews and understand better what your options are, then when you go in to get a consultation. You have a better idea of the questions to ask and what is more appropriate for you. Um, the other thing is that uh, these doctors do not take insurance. Wow! This wow. is all this, this is all cash or credit card pay. Uh, these are not insurance doctors, so you can't. Your insurance plan is not going to help you out here, and so you need to be prepared for it. So you need to do your research before you start spending your money. What a consultation we- with the doctors would run about two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars. 
just okay. for the consultation. Right, right. That's that's just what I was going to ask because I, I want everybody uh, that's listening to understand what you're actually uh, offering to them, which yeah. is you know yeah, it, it, helping them out. Before, yeah, before interviews, if they want to go to to find out about these, it would, would cost them uh, over a thousand dollars to put it all together. Wow. You know, the last conversation that we had into now, um, you know, there's so much to understand. And first of all, conversations like this for me are very potent because you start to realize all the things you don't know that you uh, you really do need to make yourself aware of. Even if you aren't going through it at that time, it's, it, this is information to make yourself aware of because it's your body <laughs> you know well, you know as, as you know when when you're younger you're, you're you essentially think you're bulletproof and uh and then as you get older what happens is that you know ed is not like all of a sudden like one day you wake up and you have ed right it's a it's a it's a it's a gradual decline uh for men for most men it's a gradual decline in their abilities you know, all of a sudden they start finding out that they're not as hard as they used to be. Uh, you know, a little more problems. Maybe they're they're not able to do some of the positions that they had in the past. You know, those type of things. So it's, right. it's, it's it's something that happens over the course of time, unless you have a traumatic event, uh, and then that, that, then that's a whole different ballgame. But for most men, it's kind of a slow, gradual decline, uh, especially if you need to put on weight and, and are diabetic. Those type of things are, you know, all are a factor. I actually looked up uh, that specific, uh, what you're talking about. I think they say approximately 10% of men per decade of life. So yeah. we're talking about, like, the way they break it down. This is from the site uwhealth.org. And they're basically breaking it down, like, 50% of men in their 50s, then dash, you know, 60% of men in their 60s. So we're talking yeah. about a significant uh, loss of function. You know, if, right, if I'm right. understanding it correctly. Yeah. Well, and, and that's erectile dysfunction, which is a, a severe loss of inability to have sex. Right. There's the, another term that's called erectile dissatisfaction. Right. And that's that's basically, you know, you're just not as good as you used to be. I can't, you know, uh, irregardless of that country western song, I'm as good, <laughs> I'm as good, how's it going? I'm, a, I'm as good as once as I ever used to be. It's Zuby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody I'm, trying, I'm, going, I'm going to call bullshit on that one. I was going to say, somebody was trying to make themselves feel good. <laughs> so there, there's something else that I definitely want to um, want you to talk about, uh, Oris. Uh, and you were talking about dealing with porn. I think it needs to be touched on just because of the fact of we live in a technology age and things become so disposable. And even our interactions with with people have become disposable, and now it's going into relationships, into our uh, intimacies with individuals. And it was something you were telling me about porn that I think people need to hear. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm I don't claim to be an expert on porn, right? Uh, but I do know I do know a couple of, couple of things. Is that uh, there's a number of studies that says that, that porn desensitizes you to normal sexual stimuli especially if you take if you consume a lot of it right and uh, and there's a thing called PIDE which is porn induced erectile dysfunction and this is a, a problem actually quite often in younger men and what happens is that they have they're, they're so exposed to porn at a young age I, there's a study in, in England that said that uh, 
fifty percent of boys by age twelve will be exposed to porn on the internet. True. Which is yeah, you know, and that, and that's a, that's not I I, I you know I I'm, I'm I, I wish that I was not shocked by that number. I work with ages from as young as twelve to nineteen. I know it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so they they become desensitized to normal uh, uh, normal stimuli. But the other thing that that they don't realize is that um, is that that type of sex is not real. Very true. And and they have no idea. Uh, they have no idea that. Those guys in those movies have taken all sorts of, you know, all sorts of mega doses of, of ED pills. They've they've shot shit in their dick to keep it hard. They use vacuum pumps off camera. And I thought, what was I watching? I can't remember. It was something on TV, like a news show or something. Was talking about the porn industry. And they have off camera. They have these women that are called fluffers. Uh, which are which are designed to keep a guy hard while he's off camera. Okay. Yeah, it, 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 it was just kind of like where did I hear that? I can't remember where I heard that. Um, it was just recently, a couple of days ago. Um, it was like I think it was some television news show or something. I'm having to Google that. Fluffers, <laughs> yeah, fluffers. Yeah, um, and uh, so, so all of this is is going on, and so they're watching this, and then like, man. It's not like this, right? And a girl, and and the girl, you know, is not like this, right? And they have this, so they have this, like, and and all of a sudden things aren't just the way it's supposed to be. And next thing you know, like, well, shoot, you know, what were they? Then they get to like this performance anxiety. Yeah, they've been devoured by the illusion, you know, devoured by the fantasy. I think um, I don't know if you remember the story I was telling you, but. You know, we uh, we had a young man, same age, 12, 12 years old, you know, came in, needed some help with his homework, pulled up, um, gave me his phone, you know, so I was trying to teach him how to look up something, and of course, saw, saw some porn, you know, porn link in there. Came up, and the first thing he got, oh, that's not me, this is, this is my brother, he had my phone. I said, first of all, just relax, you know what I mean? <laughs> just relax, nobody is going to put you away for being curious. You know what I mean? But like you said, the inner reaction is so dysfunctional of what it's teaching young people about what intimacy is. I'm not going to lie. I've looked at porn. I'm sure you've looked at porn. You know, many of us have looked at pornography and been curious. Well, never, I've never looked at No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, it wasn't me, sir. <laughs> well, I'm I'll, I'll stand out there. I'll, 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 I'll put it out there about myself. Yes, I have looked at it. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, um, the thing of it is, I will say I have had the benefits of having individuals like my my father, a good role model, like my mother, you know, like uh, uh, individuals like yourself who who will tell the truth. You know what I mean? And say, you know, while I was coming up, like, look, you know, this is not real. And if you continue to digest this, it's, it's just like eating junk food all the time. You know, yeah. you know what you're consuming is going to consume you. Yeah. The uh, the other chilling factor is, is that there was a, a Department of Defense study uh, looking at uh, uh, violence against women in, in the military. 
Right. And one of, one of the things they found was that porn was porn consumed by men was a significant factor in making it more violent. Yeah, that, that, that was like I, I I had not heard that. I I, I saw that and I, I thought, oh my god, that's kind of that's that's kind of a scary thing because you can imagine if you're overseas and you know, there's not a lot to do. So you use are important. You know, I'll, I, I've watched some of uh, some of former porn stars and even recent porn stars give interviews talking about the the industry as well as some of their own personal uh, inner reactions and understanding how it has changed them in their perception of intimacy and in reaction with uh, one another within the you know humans and all I can say is that you know we as human beings have to continue to do things like we're doing now have these conversations and deal with the truth you know and the truth of it is is that you know what, what was that saying all that glitters is not gold <laughs> yeah. you know and yeah. that's just that's just the plain truth and it's now more important more than ever because it's the rate that things are consumed mentally as well as physically that you know they're they're potentially making us dysfunctional and 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 i'm not this is nothing against the anybody's industry i'm just saying that if you overconsume anything moderation is always key that is sure. that was the most important thing or yeah where can people contact you i know you already talked about your first website please plug them both Pl- let people know where they can find you and ask you questions sure. and find uh, this information the other- my, my other site is oldguytalks.com. I love that site. Uh, I love it. Oldguytalks.com. And uh, uh, there's a, there's a, we spend a lot of time on anti-aging. We talk about cigars, talk about scotch, uh, a little bit about politics. Uh, and uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff on, on there uh, that people go to. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's a men's lifestyle, basically helping older guys create kick-ass lives for themselves and those that they love and they can we talk a lot about and things like that and they can definitely they can reach you uh, and, and ask you questions and, uh, and look, look at the information that you have there which is good information people for everyone that's listening it's good solid information Oris is taking you through yeah. his own journey yeah yeah well I've, I've had the opportunity I've been, uh, you know I've interviewed lots of uh I've had an opportunity to interview uh, lots of experts in fields. I had a, a, a gentleman by the name of uh, Dom DiCostino, and uh, he's he's a uh, developer. He's a, a PhD uh, down at the University of South Florida. He's the developer of a, a Kigenics uh, a formula for uh, exogenous ketone, basically for, to get your your body into ketosis by taking uh, some supplements. Right. And uh, he's he's been on like Tim Ferriss like about five or six times. He's been on Joe Rogan, all all the, the big name, big name the people. And so I was fortunate to interview him at, at great great length. Uh, there's other there's other interviews here that are helpful, such as the uh, sex, drugs, mind, body tab. Uh, those are mostly more of the lifestyle stuff. Oris, you know I I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. I thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and My taking your time pleasure. with us and your energy. And everybody out there listening, I tell you, do not sleep on this man. I know his, his when you hear the name, I love the name now. I love the name because it's it's almost like it catches you like a like a like a left hook. You know, you're like, oh, all right, or 
Where's the old guy? And then you're hit, and it's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> no, this this guy is this guy is very youthful, and I and I'm 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 being very serious, and I'm very glad to have had you on the Day Left It podcast, sir. All right, well, thank you very much. I appreciate being a guest uh, guest on your program, and uh, so I'm sure we'll be we'll be in touch. Oh, definitely, definitely, sir. Oh, this is, <laughs> this, this this is gonna take place again, you know, because you know I'm sure a lot of our listeners are gonna they're gonna hear the information and they're gonna become curious, and also this is information that I, I'm sure can help uh, many people out there, which is what we're about. I'm, you know, and I and you know I'm just gonna mention again the uh, uh, my site myjumpdoesnotwork.com. Um, it is just you know a lot of men are embarrassed. Right. Go into talk to their doctor. They, you know, they're not going to talk to their doctor. They're not going to talk to that guy. And this is an opportunity to really get the details and the privacy of your home. Yeah, no one has to know you're looking. You're just there by yourself. There by yourself, and and you can you can do this peacefully with uh, uh with no risk of embarrassment, and and just take your time and just to to kind of uh, go through the stuff. Exactly. You know, the conversation is, is one of the first, in, in my opinion, one of the first steps. You know, if you talk about it enough and, you know, you have the information in front of you, you research, eventually, you know, it's going to make you do something. So please yep. take advantage of this. Take it. Take advantage of the fact that there are individuals like Oris out there who are taking through their journey and doing the work so that you don't necessarily have to do all of it yourself. You know, and, and right. it's, it's, it's great work. Oris, thank you again. Thank you, and you have a great rest of the day. So I'd like to thank Oris, the old guy, for coming on to the De La Fit podcast and sharing with us his journey, his information, and just the entire story, which brought him from where he was to where he is now. Also, I would like to restate that the website that Oris created, which is myjunkdoesnotwork.com. Previously, I said my junk doesn't work. It is not doesn't. It's myjunkdoesnotwork.com. Check out the website. Oris has gathered interviews and information from many specialists in the field of erectile dysfunction and low testosterone study. He has gathered all this information, the expense that it would cost for any of us to sit down with these specialists would be very costly. And as Oris said in the interview, insurance does not cover it, but he has gathered this information for you. And you can go to the website and you can uh, take it all in, in the privacy and comfort of your own home and look at it and determine the type of questions that if you do think or find out you have to speak to a specialist now you can formulate educated questions to ask so big shout out and thanks to oris for coming on to the podcast we're going to try to get him back again on another note this is our 50th episode i am so proud i am so happy that something that took place in the backyard of my house in philadelphia is now on to 50 episodes wow I never would have thought this would have taken place. I am so proud, I am so happy, and I'm humble that we have listeners and followers who are sticking by us and give us tons of feedback and 
choose to spend time and energy listening to me and these wonderful people who come here to give information because they have experienced or they have went through things or they want to give the world the benefit of their knowledge. That's a beautiful thing. And I'm so thankful to all of you out there who continue to rock with us and ride with us. And I hope you will continue as we continue to go forward and progress for 50, 100 and, and way more episodes getting better and better as we continue. As always, if you have any questions, topics you would like us to entertain and bring to light, to talk about, to bring specialists on to talk about, please contact us at daylightfit13 at gmail.com or you can contact us at our website, which is www.daylightfitpodcast.com. We are also on Facebook at Daylightfit Podcast and we are on Instagram at D-E underscore L-A underscore Fit Podcast. That's right. We are on the web. We are also can be found on any of the platforms out there. That's from iHeartMedia all the way down to SoundCloud.com. Any podcast platform we have virtually gotten to. (laughs) So, as always, I would like to urge and remind all of you out there to love yourself. If you properly love yourself, you will love each other. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Love yourself. And I know you will love others. Peace. You've been listening to the Delafit Podcast. Ta-ta for now.